Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast series Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today, I have the great pleasure of chatting with a very unique and inspiring human and also author, Laurie Goodrick. How are you going today, Laurie? Fantastic, Kelly. It's been <laughs> great, great to get to know you. <laughs> listeners out there we've had a few issues hooking up and and being able to actually communicate with you today so be very grateful we're on air right now (laughs) (laughs) well today we're um we've come together to talk about your uh latest publication cans for change which i believe was um published in 2021 laurie is that right exactly correct well congratulations (laughs) on that and i was hoping I've got a million questions to ask you, but I was hoping you would tell us a little bit about your book uh, first. All right. So, yes, Cans for Change is a very intelligent middle-grade fiction book about nice. a father and duo who all around Brisbane collecting cans for change at any cost. Um, it really appeals to children who are embarrassed by their parents, which <laughs> is <laughs> I, I so, think mine are. <laughs> I, I, part of it was inspired by my uh, uh, starting to recycle when Queensland adopted the recycling can, can culture. Yes. And at first I was a bit hesitant and then, yeah, I started being possessed by seeing random cans and started <laughs> my kids so embarrassed because I... <laughs> on the side of the road and I'm like, open your door quick. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> uh, as a kid, they grab it. <laughs> uh, partly inspired by, yeah, Queensland adopting the recycling scheme. Yeah. Which is, it's a great initiative and <laughs> I think every state, I'm actually surprised that we're so delayed in getting yeah. that started. And, um, it's a great yeah, one. And yeah, great for, for kids to get behind as well, you know, and a way to make money for them as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I can imagine all the the near millionaires if kids start saving their cans now. Yep, yeah. <laughs> you heard it first, listeners, get those cans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Laurie, I believe you've written and illustrated this book um, yourself. Yes. Um, I was a bit of, a bit of a shock when um, I I – Went for my little pitch to my publisher Hawkeye, yeah. And Carolyn Martin, Martin as the director of Hawkeye, said, "Absolutely love the story." Which, for a first-time author, you know, like you spend so much time writing a book. Oh yeah. Go, <laughs> no one's going to like it. No. Writer's <laughs> <laughs> doubt. But then, yeah, she she said, "Laurie, would you like to do the illustrations for this book?" Because she knew that I I drew. And I'm yeah. like. What? Huh? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> at a meeting, and we went through the book, and we like came came to an idea about a hundred, and then when I actually sat down, I ended up basically doing a storyboard 
of the entire book and it ended wow. up being like 700 Im images and we, we only use about 10% yeah. of yeah. the illustrations. But, yeah, I remember, I remember illustrating it and being like two weeks into illustrating and like living on coffee and just to, <laughs> As we do. I'm like, going to do I'm hard. And then, yeah, I put, put and I think it took about six weeks to illustrate, like do a proper yeah. story. Yeah. Working and family and whatnot. But, yeah, it was such a liberating process because it added a whole new level to the story. Yes. It, it always does. Congratulations, Laurie. That, that's quite incredible. And you would be have been able to really, really enhance what you wanted to say in those words in that book by, you know, the illustrations. Yeah, and there was I, because I talk about recycling and, um, uses for recyclables in the back of the book. There's a little facts on recycling. Fantastic. And, yeah. And one of them was the reusing and collecting of like Coke can um, tabs and uh, bottle cap lids for prosthetic body parts to manufacture prosthetic body parts. And, and from that, um, we in the illustrations, we were able to establish. What wasn't what wasn't the text of the book that the police officer was actually had a prosthetic body part? Oh, um, so it's really multi layered then. Yeah, it's it it can be a bit heavy on the themes, but mm. yeah, that's why I made it action and fast paced and comedy, yeah. so you can get through that heavy material and still enjoy the story. Um, that's why. So even though you've really pitched it at a middle grade fiction. You, what I'm hearing is that a huge array of ages and types of people could get something out of this book or would enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. I um, <laughs> wrote it would be intelligent um, for all ages but simplified. Yeah. So younger ages could read it but the adults reading it to the younger kids wouldn't get bored with the material. No. Yeah. So it's not – and it it – I write with a um, – I try not to write too many adverbs in, which mm. makes a story, especially middle grade, a bit more bland. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what spruiks it up a bit with the intelligence of it as well because, yeah, kids aren't getting hit with all these <laughs> LYs. But, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> let's, so, yeah, uh, reading it. I, I wanted to treat uh, writing it. I wanted to treat uh, kids with a little bit of respect to sh um, on on that regard. I didn't want to dumb mm. down. No. Uh, but um, yeah, in the, in the process, it really made it pop. Um, trying uh, getting rid of those those um, yeah. adverbs. <laughs> That's fantastic. And tell me about your inspiration for your characters because they're obviously quite unique. How did you? decide on who you would put in the story um well yeah uh, <laughs> writing the main characters i knew that it had to be a dad um <laughs> everyone has an embarrassing dad uh and the son <laughs> the son um I, I made it a main uh, male protagonist a teenage boy because i wanted a uh, <laughs> boy in particular who have a reluctance to read to pick up a book that was action comedy a bit crazy um 
and get a real good kick out of reading a book because yeah. yep. I, I myself, I was a reluctant reader. And yes. as, much as, I, as much as I wanted to read as a kid, I didn't have the attention span. Yes. And yes. it really frustrated me because um, if you – I don't know if you were uh, exposed to reading some quite bland books in high school and whatnot. Oh, yes. And <laughs> get through and you're like how am I going to do uh, this uh, yeah 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 good uh, on you that's that's a good uh inspiration to even go about doing that and I think there'll be lots of kids out there that'll thank you <laughs> 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 so what did the writing process look like for you during the journey of cans for change um well I the initial draft of the story just really came out really quick mm. and for years, I didn't enjoy the editing process, but on writing Cans for Change and editing it over like 20 or so drafts, yeah. uh, the editing process I found was the most re- rewarding um, of the whole writing journey because you really do watch these characters evolve. Yes. I'm yes. just like a person learning something evolves in their intelligence and their personality and their behaviors so yeah it, yeah like smashing out a story first go if, <laughs> yeah <laughs> was quite the treat and yeah, yeah. and then you you know the what Laurie? that's really good words for wisdom for listeners actually and and I can see your growth as a writer there and we all have to learn those lessons and I look back even now at some of my first drafts and think, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd like, I haven't looked at a first draft hands for change, but, um, yeah, it'll probably make me shudder. <laughs> but that's okay because I actually use that as a teaching tool as well because look yeah. at me then and look at me now, you know, and I, you know, I think that's something we can say to all humans. We're life learners and yeah. that's such an exciting thing. Yeah, when I when I talk to kids at school about um, the process of illustrating and writing, like mm. I, I can reflect on that process and how long it took to perfect yeah. the story. And it, it was a, it's not a um, indication of you not being good at something. No, no, at all. Like as a kid, like even illustrating as a kid, I was a great illustrator. Mm. Um, but when it comes to drawing life, life. Uh, people, I just couldn't do it. Like, yeah. it never, yeah. never good. And so, based off that, I thought, geez, I'm not a very good drawer, am I? <laughs> yeah, but you based that wrongly, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And, but then I realized, like, you, you don't have to be good at every aspect of that art no. culture. You can, you can have one specific, well, mine is, yeah, cartoon based characters, which mm. are inspired of like, the Simpsons and South Park. <laughs> you will get the audience in with that, though. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, Laurie, what are you more passionate about? I mean, you're a published author now, so word this carefully. But are you more passionate about illustrating or writing or a combination? <laughs> Ooh, I'd have to say a combination. Nice. Um, it's, yeah, like get it, coming up with a new story idea mm. and have to sit there and just smash it out repeatedly um, can be both rewarding and um, <laughs> upsetting. Exhausting. <laughs> upsetting, yeah. Um, but yes. then once, once, you get over, once you get over that and you have something solid, 
Yeah. Bringing the illustrating to the table is um, a whole new, yeah, just really reinvigorates all that time you just spent yeah. writing the story. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's like your own prize, really. That's. I wish yeah. we could all do that. <laughs> bit jealous, Laurie. <laughs> Now, uh, I have, I've read here a little bit about you and I, I was really intrigued for you to expand on this for me. It, it said, Cans for Change, a face-slapping animated author style with a heartwarming focus on highlighting social and mental health issues for kids and parents. So obviously you're really passionate about that. Yeah, uh, that's that was one of the, the tough things about um, writing a story about like in this regard, I because yeah. I wanted to always wanted to address mental health issues in adults yes. and, and um, teenagers um, as like uh, someone's always there or someone's always going through the same sort of problem. It's not just you. Yeah, so um, important. In in my years of writing screenplays, like I really um, established uh, myself being able to really get these issues right on the head but mm. watching reading the the material i some sometimes people cried when they watched Aww. or read my screenplays because they were just like it was so raw and, wow. and trying to trying to take that into a children's book i was like geez i can't do it like this how the hell am i gonna do it like this yeah that's so interesting <laughs> That's what evolved the action comedy yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. And like, and like um, with the autism, I'd, I'd only just been diagnosed with high functioning autism. Yes. And then when I reflected on Cans for Change, there were all those traits in Cans for Change, and um, yeah, like. Yes, some things are just meant to be. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And and that in itself is such a celebration. Um, I love autistic people. They're, they're the most incredibly intelligent, mind-blowing people. And I applaud you that um, you have openly talked about that and used those traits in your writing. I mean, can you imagine how you're going to inspire so many? I hope I help a lot of people. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> will. So good. Yeah. And, you know, you've done a lot in your own life. Are you able to tell us a little bit about what else makes up you, Laurie? Um, ooh. Yeah, like I, I, I do a bit of uh, foster caring yeah, um, with my partner. Um, and um, I initially started studying uh, psychological science at uh, uni to try understand people help with understanding uh children in my yeah. situations um and try to improve my writing style and um i thought i thought for a while that oh yeah i could be a psychologist <laughs> and um we <Probably> could <laughs> yeah and um yeah i just thought after after doing a bit of study and I found more enjoyment in uh, writing these adventures. Yes, um, that's your thing. Even though it's a work of fiction, it, it still um, uh, shows how 
we can uh, evolve from our adversities and whatnot. And 100%. Yeah. And that, that's why I, I named the book Cans for Change yeah, because nice. it's a double take on work. Like it's an initiative, a recycling initiative, but it's also uh, a growth in mm. the, the um, it's a personal development book as well, isn't it? And absolutely, yeah, and and you know that's um very very inspiring. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> now, Laurie, I would hate to think that this was the end of your children's writing journey. Have you got anything else in the pipeline at the moment, ticking away? <laughs> I always got something going on in my brain. Good to hear. Um, <laughs> grade book that I am working on. Um, but yet again, I've had to navigate those tough, tough themes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, trying to work it the same sort of action comedy um, storyline. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my next, my next middle grade book deals with uh, grief and loss of a member. Um, but yeah, so. Again, I was stuck in a, a tough spot. I'm like, how am I going to get this stuff yeah, across? Yeah. You don't but want that to. <laughs> is your niche, obviously. And, you know, I think a lot of your readers of Cans for Change are going to be looking for something similar second yeah. time round because if you've engaged them first time round. Laurie, one thing I can say that I already know about you is that you love a super challenge, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> so do you get to write every day? Do I get to write every day? Yep. Um, well, I try to. Um, if I'm not writing, I'm doing something creative. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, at the moment I'm building a, a huge dire wolf standee for another Hawkeye uh, book, the Black uh, Welcome to Blackwood series. Oh, wow. Publishing. And, yeah, that... That keeps me a bit distracted. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's really exciting being able to write, draw and do just random creative things. Yeah, I think you would agree with me. Anytime we're being creative, our mind is just so much more balanced and Absolutely. sort of grounded. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole nine-to-five routine just doesn't sit right no. some, some days. <laughs> never sits right for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do lots of different things. So. <laughs> well, wow, Laurie, I um, have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you today and listeners, I'm sure you guys have as well. Um, and I absolutely encourage you, if you have not got your copy of Cans for Change, um, jump online or zoom into a bookstore near you and get it ordered. Cans for Change will be available everywhere, um, Australia-wide, libraries as well. Now, Laurie, I wish you every single bit of success in your journey going forward um, and don't ever change. You're a gem. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I can too. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, every book I do, I'm going to try outdo the last one, so expect more crazy, more outrageous and more action-packed. Um, okay, we've heard it here first, Lennis. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> Can't wait, Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.